Hey, <laughs> I think I'm talking to myself. But if I'm not and you are listening to this, my name is Asia St. Rowe and I hope that with this podcast, you get understanding, clarity, awareness about something, whether it's me, rather it's someone else, rather it's about the earth we live on, that you're not the only one. Thinking what you're thinking, feeling what you're feeling. Here's to talking to ourselves. Hi everyone, what's up? This is your girl Asia St. Row here. And excuse my voice, but this is the second episode of Hi. I think I'm talking to myself. Um, I'm not going to lie, in this moment I really do feel like I'm talking to myself um, with this type of situation. Um, The original second episode was supposed to be about social media and my love-hate relationship for it, but I felt like a bigger topic arose that I just needed to speak on, that needed to be talked about. Um, uh, It's crazy, you know? So this morning, when I woke up, went to the bank, when the bank came back, and then I realized, Asia, you really need to heal. You really need to heal and start over. And it's not about, like, this isn't about career, the career about fighting this is nothing to do with that but this is truly about personal healing it's needed it's it's needed asia it's really needed and it's not even about halfway healing temporary healing or anything like full on healing full on readjustment full on A redo, not even a redo, like let's not say a redo, but just a reset, kinda like a hard reset. <laughs> and I thought, like, the first thing to think of that would help me do that was what is something that, what was something that I've, one thing that I've held on for so long that. I needed to, that needed to be the first thing to just go to start this process of healing. And the first thing I thought of was my phone number. Another thing I thought of was that it's my time to get out of Georgia again. <laughs> I love Georgia. Don't get me wrong. I love Georgia. But I do feel like my time has expired here. <laughs> I really do. I truly do. But pausing on that, but going back to the phone situation, the phone number change. I felt like my phone number, I've had that phone number, I think, since middle school. Since I first got a phone. Since my first phone, y'all, I've had that phone number. (laughs) And, And 
it has been the 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 bridge to many comebacks for people in my lives in my life that should not have came back that deserve to stay afar to stay at a distance to stay where we left off where I left them where they left me whatever it may be they deserve to stay there but because and some parts of me I'm not gonna lie I would keep my number the same for these many years because I wanted people to want it I wanted people I was looking for those people to reach back out certain people not like everybody but there is people that I would hope I kept it the same because I was like well what if they reach out I don't want to have this I don't want to have changed this I don't want to have this you know I want them to be able to know like and what if they reached out and the number that they have is this number I can't go changing my number because then they won't be able to reach out or if they reach out, I won't get it, blah, 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 and such. And I'm just like, I, I'm looking back, and I'm just like, why were you looking for those people to reach out? They didn't need to reach out. They didn't deserve, they didn't deserve to be. in your corner again or anything like they didn't deserve to be in your space your bubble again and I I just want to say also I am recording this currently from my phone (laughs) I am at I'm not at home uh where I set up my podcast whole mic setup at at my place because it was nice and comfy and I could light my candles and all that stuff and have a nice little talk with myself and like that. But nope, I am back where I recorded episode one at my parents. This time not in the studio, but in my old bedroom <laughs> at my parents' place. Just sick as a dog wanting to talk. And yeah, but back to the back to the to the topic they didn't deserve to i gave people access me having the same phone number for this many years basically past a decade was me wanting to give access to people have allow people to have access to still reach out to me to still come back because it was like, I would literally, I am a wishful thinker. Like I am a, not even just about relationship with guys that I date. Like, yes, I'm a tragic, hopeless, romantic, tragic. It's sad, y'all. Like I, I swear the Disney movies did it to me as a child. The fairy princess movies, they tore me up the little romantic comedies that they used to make when we were younger they tore me up 
the R&B songs. I think that's why I listen to a lot of rap now <laughs> because the R&B songs, I grew up more so listening to a lot of, I listened to a lot of rap, but then I really was listening to a lot of slow jams and a lot of slow pop like songs and stuff. And they just, they, they shaped me into being this really hopeless romantic that I just always think, Oh, they're going to come back. And if they come back, if they want to come back, I have to be available. I have to have all lanes open. I can't have one door closed because that is one of those doors is what one of those doors is the door that they may walk back through to me. And in saying with friendship where I would think like, oh, we had this little tiff, whatever, and everything was going to be healed. Let's, let's, you know, keep my phone number the same. And there's friendships that I, I, I brought back in my life that I knew should have been dead years ago, decades ago and stuff. But because I'm loyal to a default, I, I, I'm so stuck on, you know, I have, I was telling my best friend that, you know, I know I suffer from (laughs) suffer. It is a suffering. I would say like it is all, it's a suffering detachment issues. So when you have detachment issues, you basically, you are basically making sure you are available at all times to these people that don't deserve to deserve to be have a place in your a spot in your life anymore and I was just like we can't keep doing this Asia we can't keep we can't I can't keep allowing this pattern to go on I'm 27 about to be 28 in March y'all and I'm proud to be like I'm not over here like oh my gosh I'm getting old I am proud to be turning 28 but only thing is I want to be turning 28 understanding like listen girl you gotta change some shit some shit really needs some shit really needs to be gone and be gone forever. You feel me? <laughs> like it needs to be gone and it needs to be gone forever and I understand the bond, I understand the the relationship, the communication, the conversations, the this and that that you had with these people, that person or whatever. I understand, but it wasn't good. It didn't end well. It wasn't good from the beginning. You knew it. You knew how it was going to end. You knew where it was going to go. It's gone now. Let that shit go. And don't allow the shit to come back. Don't allow the door to be... Don't crack it open. And my phone number staying the same was me keeping the door cracked open. And people may say, like, that's... like." you are really putting a lot on just a phone number and it's so crazy i have to sit up for this <laughs> it's so crazy because 
I was that same person that would literally be like, when someone would say, oh, can I get your Instagram, your Instagram handle? Can I get your Twitter handle? Can I get your this or whatever? Instead of just asking for my phone number. And I'm just like, so this is what we do now? Like, we just go straight to social media. We don't, we don't want to go, like, you don't want to just, like, normal people <laughs> ask for my number. And it's not even like these were people that wanted to date me all the time or whatever and stuff like that. But it was just people in general. And I'm just like, well, why don't we exchange numbers anymore? But I honestly, I understand it. Your phone number is a sacred ass thing. Your phone number is sacred as fuck. Just like your energy. Your energy is sacred. Your phone number is sacred because your phone number, what you allow, who you allow to communicate with you on your personal time. Like, I feel like Instagram you can literally set hours for Instagram. Like Instagram isn't nobody's life. Like Instagram, you don't, you can turn off, like you can turn off your notifications for your texts and all that stuff like that. But Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all these Snapchat, all these places, these are places where these are things, apps or whatever that people know a certain part of you. People know a certain part of you. You can allow people to stay just knowing those certain parts. And, but it becomes different when you start to allow people to know these bigger parts of you. The personal, the really deep personal parts of you. Who are you allowing to come in to know these parts of you? Are you just how we, you know, we sit and be like, okay, you got to really look at who you're talking to, who's going to be the potential husband, potential wife that you're going to marry and all this stuff like that. You have to analyze, you have to, you have to really kind of not, you know, dissect and study them and make sure that this person's fit to have that title in your life you know what I'm saying so it's I feel like it's the same thing who fits to have your phone number to say like who deserves to be like hey hey girl good morning hey babe good morning like who deserves to be able to reach you in the morning who deserves to be able to reach you in the middle of the night who deserves to be able to do all this stuff and I'm going to say, sit here and say there's a lot of people that I've had in my phone that did not deserve to do any of that shit. <laughs> they were either, it was toxic or it was temporary, which temporary is toxic too. People who shoot in and out when they need something, you know, need and want something done or are bored with their lives and just want to you know, see what you're doing, but don't really give a fuck about what you're doing <laughs> and stuff like, you know, I had to, I literally looked at my call log. I looked at my contacts. I looked at it all. And I was just like, I am down right now in my phone call log to 60 people in my contacts, 60 people. Honestly, I think that's still a lot. <laughs> I think that is still a lot, but but majority, I believe, is family in my phone. Um, and friends still, though. Like, um, 
And I just, and it's not even about the amount, really. Again, it's not about the amount of people that's in my phone. It's about the value of the people that's in my phone. Um, and I'm the person where I don't, I don't create, I like, I create friendships and like, because we connect or whatever and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't hold on to friendships and people because of things that they can do for me in my life. If that makes sense. Like I don't hold on to people who I feel like, oh, yeah, they can help me get to this part of my life. So that's why I'm holding on to them or whatever. No, I've never been that person and I still would never be that person. I am I definitely a person where I hold on to people because I just, I, I, how I just said, hopeless romantic, hopeless lover, forgiver, or whatever, I just see the good, and I just think that all is going to be good, like, I just hold on to the good idea of people that no matter the shit that I may go through with this person, or whatever it may be, that because I know where things started, it can get back to that. And so I hold on to the where it started. I hold on to that bitch like, <laughs> like <laughs> sorry, but I hold on to that bitch like crazy. Like <laughs> I will hold on to it for centuries. And it's time to stop holding. Y'all, it's time to stop holding on, especially us women. Like we, we really hold on. Like we really be giving things and people, guys, friendships and all that, the benefit of the fucking doubt all the time. And now here's the thing though, with me saying that, okay, I... I'm assessing and and trying to identify who I want to be in my life, who I want to be in my personal my personal space, who I want to be by my side because my phone is always by my side. So who do I want to have access to be by my side? You get what I'm saying? And even though I'm saying that, I had to literally swallow this fucking pill that I'm going to admit. A lot of us don't want to swallow and a lot of, especially a lot of us females, a lot of us women don't want to swallow the fact of who do, who am I being toxic and temporary to also? Who do I need, who life, whose life am I ruining? (laughs) Whose life am I fucking up right now? And I had to ask, that's a pill that I had to sit I literally sat in my bed y'all and (laughs) I I sat and I just was like y'all wow like I scroll through my my contacts and I 
and not even just my contacts, my text thread, because the text thread is where I really be like, you know, on and off or whatever with and stuff. I went through my text thread and I just really looked and I said, okay, who's fucking up my life? Who's, who's not aiding? Who's, who's not aiding in my healing and who's healing in mine? Am I not aiding in, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I, looked off the ones like I deleted the threads of the ones that I felt like first that just you know wasn't doing anything for me and again when I say not doing anything for me a lot of people will go towards like success of careers and finances and all this stuff like I'm sorry like to me that doesn't mean like I can get that shit I know I can without I can get there you know that's one thing I had, like, pushed that to the side. Who is an Aiden in understanding, like, okay, I said before, I'm a person, I I have suffered, I do suffer, not even suffered, because I feel like once you have depression, you can't kind of, it's like depression is something that, that kind of sticks with you a little bit. It's just a matter of, how much control and how much how much strength you have over it though you know and I'm not gonna lie my strength of over it is not the strongest so right now I guess I'm I was at the point where I was like who who aids in getting me back into that rabbit hole of feeling down on myself or feeling like like I don't like I'm I'm a non-factor. I am last and I am a non-factor. I don't I'm nothing to them. And I I remove them. Even people that I honestly probably talked to just 2 days ago. Like even if I just talked to them a day ago or whatever, I removed them because I see this little meme on Instagram so much and I've never really reposted it and stuff like that because it's also you have to with reposting this you have to know that it also can mean you it can also be vice versa onto you you know what I'm saying so the meme would say nobody owes you anything when they decide to have nothing to do with you anymore someone basically they have the right to say hey I don't want you in my life like I have the right to say I don't want you in my life I have the right to say I'm walking away I realized like a lot of people that walked away out of my life a lot of those people will come back into my life and I would take them back. I would take them back because I'm that person that I just believe everyone deserves a chance. Everyone deserves five, a second chance, a third chance, a, a, a chance 500 or whatever. <laughs> like everyone deserves a chance. But at the same time, no, everyone does not. Like... No, and neither does you, neither do I. No one has to give me multiple chances. No one has to give me 
a second chance, a third chance. If they felt like that first time being around me was just trash and that I was poison, they have every right to remove themselves. And I have to be okay with it. I have to be okay with it. And that was a hard pill for me to swallow, me being okay. Because in my head, I know that I am, in my head, not even just in my head, like just also from the people I know, the friends I have and family members I have, like I know that I am a good person. But just because you're a good person does not mean you were a good person to that person. If that makes sense. And just because I saw the good in the beginning with one person does not mean they continue to be a good person. So, yeah, once I took away the people that I felt was doing me harm in my life, I had to sit and say, who am I being temporary? Who am I? Whose life am I temp- like disrupting temporarily because of me being bored of me or because I'm I'm just I'm not getting the person that I want or because because of just, you know, stu- of something or whatever. Who am I being toxic to? And that's when I, and that's when another thing, that's, that's another thing that knocked my contacts log down, <laughs> down, <laughs> because it was just like, I feel like I want to cry over this because it's it's sad because all my life I've been, uh, majority of my life I've I've been hurt I've been backstabbed I've been I've been I've been bullied I've been talked about I've been raped I've been I've been so many things and I've seen so many things so much toxic stuff so so much shit and I told myself that I would never I would never bring that unto I would try my hardest not do that to others because when you have all those things that constantly happens to you especially when it happens to you back to back that's a pain that you would never want anyone to feel because you felt it and so I was just like here I am a person who experienced the most craziest type of pain causing pain unto others. How do you feel about yourself, Asia? How do you feel about yourself? And it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good because, you know, like it's sad to say this, but that saying hurt people hurt people tainted people taint people (laughs) and it's not funny but it's true and I don't I don't want to hurt anyone I don't want to be hurt I don't want nobody hurting me and I don't want to hurt anyone else and I don't want to taint anyone because and you how do you become untainted like 
how do you re how do you reset all the shit that you've you've that has been embedded in you since you were since you were young how do you reset the the toxic traits that you that grew into you that technically molded you how do you how do you start to release those and start over and i felt and it's it's weird because like the people that i i chose to kind of remove myself from and they i i think it was just like it was just like an eye opening moment because it was just like when you realize like you you automatically everybody automatically realizes the person hurting them but we don't sit and think about the people we're hurting we don't i would say again especially as women like we we definitely want men to take the responsibility of the pain and all that in trust me don't sit here and be like do not i've definitely been the person where i've i've definitely made excuses for guys and and tried to be the person where i you know it's okay well he just oh well he it was just that you know i just you got to be more understand like i just i would have excuses out the ass y'all for a guy for not even just a guy for a friendship of a female friendship uh or like anything like i would make excuses because i i couldn't i don't know how to detach myself when it's time to detach myself people people really um I was talking about this with my... I talked about this with a friend and I also talked about it with uh, my best friend. Where I had... It was just a realization that... I realized people... I don't walk out of people's lives. People walk out of my life. Like, damn, Asia. Like, what the fuck you be doing that makes everybody walk out of your life? Girl, I don't know. Y'all, I don't know. But <laughs> it's not saying, like, I don't know. But, like, um, I'm not saying. I don't mean to really just say I don't know. Because in reality, there are things, there is times that I really do know. But I realized, like, there is another meme. Because I promise you, Twitter, Instagram, y'all. Pinterest, Facebook, y'all be having memes for everything, gifts, all that. And one thing said, one meme said, I'm so happy you walked out of my life because if you didn't, I wouldn't have. And that is me to a fucking T. I am a person where because I... I don't hold grudges. I give chances, multiple chances, because I see the good. I I always revert back to the good old days and such. I don't, I always say like, no, hey, just stick around because it may change. 
this person may change. I may change. Things may change. Things will get better. I always just stick around because I just think things will change. And I just try to like, okay, maybe if we talk it out, maybe if we talk it out, just like, let's talk it out. Like, and I'm, I'm a pusher. I don't like, I don't being like I said, I don't like holding grudges. So I'm going to push to talk out a situation. Like I'm going to be like, like, Hey, can we just talk? Like, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's figure it out. But the thing is, one thing I have to realize is that sometimes you don't need to talk to the person to get to the bottom of the situation and maybe need to talk to yourself. Need to talk to yourself and realize why did you even get there? Why did you why did you even allow this person to get you there? Why why did you allow this person to run over you? Why did you allow this person to treat you like that? Why did you allow this, that, or whatever? Why? Why did you do this? Why did you think of this? Why did you accept this? Why? Asking yourself why. Okay, you realize that, okay, you're a little toxic. <laughs> I realized, yeah, I'm toxic. Hi, my name is Asia St. Rowe. <laughs> and I am toxic. And I've seen people who are older than me still be toxic. <laughs> I've seen people younger than me be toxic. And you try to say like, oh, they're younger, so they got to grow into it. I feel like even, I don't even think, the crazy thing about it is that I think I grew into my toxicness. <laughs> if I can recall high school and all that stuff, high school was, I had my first boyfriend in high school. I was definitely... I don't think I was a toxic person, a toxic girlfriend in high school because I was, it was my first relationship and everything. So I was just like smitten. I was smitten. I, I was, and that's one thing I also, that's also very toxic of me is I didn't know when it, especially when it come to when it came to love relationships um guys that I talk to and date because I am a natural I am very much naturally uh a caregiver when it comes to the guy that I'm talking to I'm naturally um submissive um when it comes to the relationship, like my ex-boyfriend, I was very submissive to him and it just, it was, it was, and it was a submissive in a way of like, I had no backbone, y'all, I had no backbone, like, 
there was no backbone. And I think that right there is toxic. I think that right there is like, I'm about to say trash. I think that is something that needs to, that you have to think about, like, why the hell don't you have a backbone? Like, why are you letting this guy do this? Why are you letting this happen right now? Like, and you know it's wrong and you're not saying nothing. Not saying nothing is, not saying nothing is wrong, y'all. Like, one thing I have learned in these past couple of months is that I have definitely, I stopped not wanting to say nothing. Um, I, even when, if I knew that it was probably going to dig a bigger hole, (laughs) I, I felt like I needed to say it. I needed to speak on things and stuff. So I would speak and I would speak knowing that some things that I was speaking on are acting on was going to cause me pain or is going to cause someone else pain. And it wasn't good. That wasn't good. It's not good. It's not good. But with me seeing this stuff, I just feel that I'm just really ready to heal. I'm ready to heal. And I and it's like I've said this so many times and I've done a partial healing and then I put myself, I'll be partially, like I'll start to start the healing process and then I'll put myself in this situation again. I'll put myself in a predicament that just is going to bring me five steps back again in the healing process. And like I said, my phone number and it may seem so crazy and big to other people but it's it's it really was like my phone number was one thing because like i i literally reset my phone after i changed my number and everything i reset my phone so i didn't have I didn't have certain contacts. I didn't have I didn't have certain contacts. I didn't have text threads anymore. I didn't have a lot of stuff anymore after I went through and did like a certain like my little sweep that I did. My 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 toxic sweep of my phone. And it kind of felt refreshing. I'm not going to lie. It felt it felt kind of nice to just restart and I know a lot of people are going to sit back and wonder and there are going to be people who listen to this and be like wow I was one of those people you you just thought that didn't make the cut and it's like no it's not that I didn't think you didn't make the cut it's like I felt like I didn't make the cut in your life like I needed to back away but there are some people that yeah yeah you didn't make the cut like you you fucked it all the way up you're you're dead you're you're not dead oh lord <laughs> you're gone you're out of my life and that's okay it's okay you're still going to prosper 
I'm still going to prosper. But it's okay that we have nothing to do with each other. And like I said, yesterday, I had a hard time swallowing that pill yesterday. I had a hard time because I I definitely had to realize, like I said, as women, we have a hard time accepting that, hey, sometimes, yes, this person is also the problem, but you are the problem too. You are the problem too. And that's so like, it's okay to admit that. And I am admitting not only was this person or that or not only was he or not only was she the problem, I was the problem too. And it looks like y'all aren't really, we weren't really creating a better, we weren't trying to fix things. We weren't trying to mend nothing. So why are you still allowing there to be a problem? Why are you still allowing this to fester in your head? Why are you allowing this to even do what it do to you? Like I said, when it comes to this podcast, I pray that in a year or whatever, when I sit back and listen to these episodes, that I am different. A lot of people don't understand that I'm, what, 27. For a long bit of my time of my life, I, I didn't know who I was. And I know a lot of people think like, oh, but you're 27. You should be this way. You should act this way or whatever. And then again, there are people who are older than me that acts like me. And sometimes I'm like, yo, you're in your you're in your 40s. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but then I have to realize, hey, I had to, like, you don't know their story. You don't know how long it took them to realize and be okay with just being comfortable enough to be like, themselves right now it took me a long fucking time and I'm still struggling with it I'm still struggling with it like I said in the last episode because of this the world that we live in in this society it's it's hard sometimes and it's like I know everybody's like yeah I'm myself I'm my fucking self and all this stuff and I'm just like if everyone was really themselves trust me (laughs) a lot of the situations we are in with each other that we put each other through and stuff wouldn't the shit wouldn't be the way it is I guess you know we wouldn't feel the way we feel about certain things and certain situations and stuff I just yeah and I am still finding myself. I'm not really finding myself when it comes to my career anymore, but I am finding personally who I am, if that makes sense. Like, I am personally finding my voice and personally finding what I can tolerate, what I can't tolerate, what what brings me happiness, what doesn't bring me happiness, what brings me pain, what brings me, what brings me anger. I'm still figuring that shit out because I, I, I will admit, like I lived, I, for the longest because of who I, 
I am, which is like I said, is like this I like hopeless, optimistic, romantic, whatever. Like I just I just always think that everything is going to work out in the end. Everything is just going to be peaceful and beautiful and amazing. No matter if you may see me sad and crying, <laughs> legit inside I'm thinking, oh, I got to cry now, but it's tomorrow is going to be beautiful. <laughs> tomorrow is going to be work. It's going to be perfect, you know, and and although that all may be true, you don't have to live in this fairy tale world about it all. I lived in a fairy tale world <laughs> and I got knocked into reality. Like, honestly, I got knocked into reality years ago, but like, I got knocked into reality and I had to realize, like, you don't have to allow yourself to be a pushover because you don't have to allow yourself to be this this pushover for things to get better and to be better you can still stand strong in your ground and you can still say no you can say yes you can say no you can you can walk away you can you can speak your mind and it will still all be okay in the end down the line you get what i'm saying and that is that with age and all that is me learning me who I am um but (sighs) trying to figure out how to wrap this up because this is a conversation that I feel like I could go on and on about like this I can speak on this forever (laughs) but With all that being said, this is this is the beginning of healing and making sure that I really, truly, and I'm hoping that when you are listening to this, that you are things are connecting for you as well and that is saying you you get from this and that you're getting from this that shit I need I need to make some changes too (laughs) I need to make I need not even just about change I need to really heal also like I hope that when someone else hears this that they're saying to themselves that they I think I need to do some healing my damn self (sighs) because how I am, how I am allowing myself to be around people, how I'm allowing myself to just let things get over on me, it's not good. It's not good. It's, it's, it's deteriorating me. It's, it's not making me stronger. It's actually making me weaker. <laughs> and I just I want to grow and I want to be better. I want to be stronger. I want to be I want to heal truly. And it's okay 
to walk away from things, businesses, collaborations, people, if that means you're going to heal properly. It's okay to, to, it's okay for those people to decide to walk away from you, for those people to say, hey, I can't work with you no more, for those people to say, hey, I can't do this with you, anything with you anymore, if that means that they need to heal themselves also. It's okay. It may be, it may hurt for the first day or so, I don't know, but in the end, it is okay. Go find yourself. Go work on yourself. While they work on themselves or while things change or whatever, you go work on yourself and you be the better person, the best person that you know that you can be. And then try to make sure that the next person, the next thing, whatever, that you get yourself into, that you are not going to project that situation, that past moment, that work habit, that whatever on that person, that job, that situation also that comes into your life, that it will be new. If you feel like it's still that if you feel like these problems, these issues that that are that's that tends to make things that may cause a problem is going to come back, then, hey, maybe maybe you're not ready to communicate with anybody yet. Maybe you're not ready to get into this job yet. Maybe you're not ready to to be a part of this group yet and that's okay it is okay and hopefully the people that you walk away from will understand and be okay and understand that hey this is i need i need to i need to really heal that hey i need a heal it's not you it's me some people it is it is them <laughs> but Listen, in order for me to be the good friend that you want me to be, in order for me to be the good work partner that you want me to be, I need to heal. I need to heal. (sighs) With that being said, (laughs) we're going to cut it there and say this is the end of episode two of Daimo. Hi. I think I'm talking to myself. Obviously, my dog was listening to me, I guess. But until next time, peace, love, and happiness. I love you all. (laughs) Good day.